911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today's episode is You Do Not Have to Vote for Trump or Biden. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I don't know about you, but it seems like every day, the closer and closer that we get to this election, the stakes just seem like they're getting higher and higher, and there's so much hype and so much buildup. And just this past weekend, my dad calls me, and I was a little worried because the first thing out of his mouth was, Ashley, I'm here on Main Street, and... And what he's proceeding to tell me is, and this is very unusual, especially here in Southern California, but he tells me, Ashley, there's hundreds and hundreds of cars and they're lining the streets and they all have President Trump flags and American flags and law enforcement and fire flags. And I just can't believe it. I don't know where they're going, but it is just amazing. Everybody is honking. And I could hear this omniance around him of people just like cheering and honking and it was it was pretty unbelievable, and I'm really glad that he got to experience something like that. And um, it seems like there's more and more of these sorts of things taking place, right? We have rallies all across the nation. Social media is just blown the fuck up, right? Either one way or another. And the entire argument is Trump versus Biden. And after this last debate, I started to think about it that whole night. And it really doesn't have to be, right? A majority of people who are voting for Biden, and I can say this from having spoken to several of these people, are doing so because they don't want to vote for Trump. And if you ask anybody, and thank you, Mr. Mike Demo of the Intentional Disruption Podcast for sharing this with me, if you ask anybody who is voting for Biden why they are voting for Biden, the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to pull a Trump card, (laughs) They're going to say, well, because President Trump, blah, 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 name something. And then if you stop them and you ask them to, no, 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 tell me why you're voting for Biden without saying the president's name, without using him as leverage whatsoever, they're stopped dead in their tracks. They have nothing to say to defend their vote. And not to say it has to be an argument. However, I do believe that it's incredibly important to have some validity behind the reason why you're voting, apart from just this hype that you're seeing on whatever your medium is, which just so happens to mostly be social media for a majority of the population. And as I'm sitting there and I'm kind of going through these thoughts and and understanding that, in my opinion, this last debate that we had, there was not, you know, I really expected the president to have an ace up his sleeve that he would have kind of put out there into the public on that debate stage, and it just didn't happen. And then I started to think, too, that there was nothing that was said, nothing that was said in a particular way that would make an undecided voter decide to vote for Trump versus Biden during that debate. And that's my personal opinion. And in saying that, if there was somebody who at this very <laughs> this very lengthy point in time, just days before the election, if there was somebody who was undecided to this effect, a lot of people don't understand that we are being conditioned to choose one versus the other, but it does not have to be that way. 
I'm a registered independent. I have no problem saying that I am voting for Trump. I already voted for Trump. Clint and I do our mail-in ballots. It's not just this year that we do that. We just so happen to do mail-in ballots every single year because that's what works with our schedules. However, at the very bottom of your ballot, under the presidential and vice presidential selection, there is this blank spot where it says to write in your choice. Underneath Kanye West, underneath everybody everybody that you, you get to choose from, there's this blank spot. And I started to think about the power of social media. And if there is so much that is going on right now, so much rhetoric with this, this fight, these arguments between one or the other, what would happen if those that didn't want to vote for Trump and those that didn't want to vote for Biden decided to pick somebody that they thought would be the best suited to run for president and they threw in their own ace? What would happen if everybody who completely, completely believed that Trump is not the best fit to run for president again and Biden is not a good choice to fill that spot either, what would happen if everybody got together, they chose a particular individual and they made it viral? Something can go viral in a matter of hours. But people don't think that way. And maybe as you sit there, maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. As a society, and especially as this American culture, as it pertains to voting, I just heard the other day that they're trying to lower the voting age to 17. If you're going to turn 18 before the next election, they want to lower the voting age to 17. That's another topic, but it just goes to show you that there's so much movement and activity that's taking place as a consequence, and yes, I say a consequence, of this particular election. And yet those that are so unsatisfied those that have so much disgust and hate just pouring out of their mouth, whether it be Trump versus Biden or Biden versus Trump, nobody is actually doing anything in order to kind of take things into their own hands and to create that change that they want. Sure, we're a little too late in the game now. (laughs) There's millions and millions of people that have already submitted their votes. Millions more come election day. But it just got me thinking about what the potential is for the future when it comes to these elections. It doesn't necessarily have to be this abundance of funding and who has the most money and who has the most political backing. Trump isn't a politician and look what he did four years ago. That just goes to show you the power of influence. And something like social media, there's no greater power than holding the torch of social media if somebody believes in it. But it also comes down to people taking action. That's where the problem lies. You see, the people that I talk to that do nothing but word vomit when it comes to this election and have no validity to stand behind when it comes to why they're making the choice that they're going to make, they just so happen to be the type of people that I would not necessarily consider to be action takers. And I think that that's what's going to cause the biggest upset in this election. No matter which way it goes, and I just so happen to believe that it's nearly impossible for Trump not to win, but again, that's my personal opinion. To have a state like California where there are so many Trump supporters and to have this this sort of mediocre presentation that we see being portrayed in the media. Let me give you this perfect example. There was what I believe to be a justified police shooting at my husband's police department 
about a week ago. All over the news, Black Lives Matter gets involved and they decide to hold a protest, which we now know anytime that there is something of this nature, it's never just a protest. It's usually an excuse to riot, an excuse to steal, an excuse to loot. And what my husband told me was that as they're staked out and they're waiting to see what happens with all of this, because as soon as Black Lives Matter, which we all know is just a political ploy, gets involved in anything, you never know what could happen. And the thing that happened was actually incredibly surprising to my husband. As he shared this with me, I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind. He says there was about 80 people that showed up. It was a peaceful protest to begin with. It got a little bit rowdy. And before it dissipated, there were several of these news stations that were flying helicopters overhead. And what they were doing is they would fly super, super low to the crowd as though to taunt them and to try to get them worked up like they wanted something more from this crowd of 80 people. This crowd of 80 people who allegedly showed up Who knows why? Who knows why these people showed up? Because it was a justified shooting. So in their mind, I'm sure they believe that it is unjustified and they have their right to do that. However, to have the media try to stir up the crowd in this fashion, it just goes to show you that people, we are being conditioned. We are being molded to be exactly what they, and I say they with these air quotes in my hand, you can't see it. We can call it the cabal. We can call it the the peak of the government. We can call it other countries, whoever they are. This is a master plan. There's something so ingeniously designed in all of this. And until we start taking back some of our personal power, guess what? We're not going to have a choice but to just continue to follow the rules and to follow like sheep and to go with the herd and do things like getting mandatory vaccinations for the, the coronavirus, which, by the way, if you look on the CDC website, it's magical. We have essentially eradicated the influenza virus. Imagine that. (laughs) All I'm asking is as you go about your day today, as you dive into the weekend and as we enter the election week, that you have the whereabouts about you to be able to know that you have the right. It is your born right and your privilege to live in this country And to be able to make your own conscious decisions based on your own, not only logical and ethical reasoning, but your own research. And it's okay for you to go against the grain. And it's okay for you to not believe what everybody else believes. And I know what it's like, too, for you to speak up and to let your voice be heard. And for someone to literally spit on your face, not literally, I guess, metaphorically spit on your face, because what is coming out of your mouth seems some completely unreasonable to somebody who hasn't done their own research, but you, you're better than that. And you know better than that. And just know that no matter how crazy the world seems, no matter how chaotic, how depressive at times this society has become, especially in this year, that you have the ability to control and to influence not only your own mental state, but that of everything around you. You are this this orifice, this sphere of influence that you have the ability to project the most energetic and positive love and light into the world that you want on a, every single day. Whether you're sitting in your patrol car, you're, you're in that engine, no matter what it is that you're doing or who you're around, despite all of the things that are going on in the world today, just know that you have the ability to protect your own mental space 
and to be able to feel, to like, to love, to believe, to have all of the things that you want to have in your secured kingdom as long as you maintain your borders. And the best way to do that is to be able to make sure that you do your own research You stand tall and you stand proud because you live in this amazing country that most people envy. And just know that you are not alone. And there are many other people who feel exactly the same way, who know that something doesn't necessarily feel right. And as you do that, know that one of those people that stands by you is most certainly me. And I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.